Lighthouse Live is pre-recorded before a live audience. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with Elaine Harlan, our producer and co-host, and, of course, our faithful prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, with us as well. And uh, thank you so much for joining us, those of you listening to us on the broadcast airwaves, and a special welcome to those of you joining us on our podcasting network around the world. So great to have you with us every week. And, uh, friends, this is a keeper. Mm -hmm. And uh, whether you have a digital recording device or the old, you know, old type tape you know there was a whatever you might have this is a keeper we encourage you to record mm-hmm. this program by the way because our, our guest tonight uh, returning to us a, a great friend and uh, i'll tell you this is just one of of you know, you know, there there are special people in ministry. Are we supposed to have favorites? I think we we, we do, do have though, favorites. We? And, and Dennis Whitman with with <laughs> yes. Teen Challenge. You know, God has just done uh, mm-hmm. such magnificent things in His life. You know, we look at Second uh, Corinthians five, and we talk about the old is gone, the new has right. come. We talk about the the transforming power of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And man, here it is rolled out real time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dennis will be with us to talk about some exciting stuff happening with Teen Challenge. Yes. And if you uh, don't have that recording capability, uh, we'll be happy to uh, give you a copy of this broadcast. You can contact us anytime at area code 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Or you can email us at lighthouselive at earthlink.net, lighthouselive at earthlink.net. And just a reminder, uh, if you're interested in volunteering with us, our website is updated several times during the day <laughs> with new opportunities to serve. That's www.vibrantcommunity.org. That's www.vibrantcommunities.org. And if you click on the daily update page, that's the one that has a little red flashing icon. We'll bring you up to date on what's happening. Voice of the Martyrs uh, is one of our weekly features here, Lane, and they've uh, uh, they have a new format. Yes. Kind of exciting. So let's check in to see what's happening this week with the Overcomers and Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news about another real-life Jesus freak. The year is 1079. No one will stand up to the tyranny of Bolslaw the Cruel, King of Poland. No one except Stanislas, Bishop of Krakow, who courageously rebukes the king. In response, the king sends soldiers to the chapel to kill Stanislas. When they rush in, swords raised, the bishop remains kneeling in prayer, and the men lower their swords. Hearing this, the king races furiously to the chapel, and he himself plunges a dagger into the bishop's heart. But in death is victory, as Boleslaw's own court unites against him, ending his tyrannous reign. 
Will you take a stand? Call the Voice of the Martyrs at 800-75-VOICE. You know, Elaine, amazing thing when we think about uh, the way that uh, God has used the blood of the martyrs to advance the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And it's a sobering thought. You know, what are we really willing to do for the kingdom? It is a sobering question. uh, Yeah, and as uh, we look in, and that's one of the things I like about the new format here, is not only are we talking about what's going on worldwide right now, but also we're revisiting some of the great moments in history Mm -hmm. as uh, people of faith uh, went to their death. Yes. Uh, for the purpose of uh, raising awareness about our Lord Jesus Christ and what an effect. And, of course, uh, you know, we have this great example out in the theaters right now. That's right. Uh, of Jim Elliott and Nate Saint. And, uh, by the way, just the, in, in Livermore, there's a, a unique opportunity coming up that we we're just uh, made aware of by our good friend Bob. Thanks to Bob for sending this information to us because I don't know if you've seen the movie, but if you haven't, I certainly hope that you get a chance to do that. It's The End of the Spear is the name of the movie. And coming to Livermore Saturday, March 25th at the Cornerstone Fellowship, uh, Steve Saint and Min Kaye of the Wadani tribe in Ecuador in person as they share their story as it was in the movie. And this is just going to be an amazing opportunity. And they say come early because they expect the place to be filled. They want you to uh, know that you're invited to come hear this amazing story of the friendship between the tribesman and the son of a man that he killed. And it's just it's chilling to the bone. Uh, but again, you know, as we were, we were saying that there's purpose and uh, God's plan in all of this. So, again, this is Saturday, March 25th at 6 p.m., Cornerstone Fellowship in Livermore, where you can come and hear the story straight from the people themselves, Steve Saint and Min Kaye of the Wadani tribe from Ecuador. So don't miss that. And again, thanks to our listener, Bob, out in Livermore. Yes. Bob's been with us for uh, almost all of our nine years of broadcasting here on Lighthouse Live, so we appreciate that. Let's check in now with our weekly update from Brad Dacus and the Pacific Justice Institute. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now, with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Is common sense making a comeback at the U.S. Supreme Court? Recent signs are encouraging. Just this week, the court ruled against several law schools that received federal funds but tried to restrict military recruiters because they didn't like the military's policies on homosexuality. With all the challenges faced by our country today, it's about time that schools getting federal funds do their part by supporting our military and allowing recruiting. Kudos to the high court for not allowing so-called free speech to trump common sense. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. And by the way, friends, if you'd like to call them toll-free, it's uh, 888-1888-305-9129. That's 1-888-305-9129. Their website is www.pacificjustice.org. And, Lane, we're talking about service opportunities. Got a couple we coming do. up. We do. From the Linda Hand list, from the folks at the United Way, the Arthritis Foundation needs volunteer assistance uh, throughout the expanded agency, including office, clerical kind of duties, and answering phones, mailings, and such. And they are scheduling an arthritis walk. And this is happening May 20th at Downey Park in Modesto. Or persons are uh, in 
encouraged to to join the teams, I should say, to raise funds, uh, collecting donations to participate in this walk or dog walk. Now, I'm not sure. What's a dog walk? I, I, that's the, I mean, I have a dog you know, that walks, but I'm not sure <laughs> you how you... you two that you could walk. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The they don't know where to walk, but they can walk. <laughs> Volunteers for this program are trained and certified to conduct classes uh, for people with arthritis. This is just a crippling thing that so many people suffer wow, with. Wow, you know... And, uh, there are very few families that aren't touched, you know, by severe arthritis, and and it is such a debilitating uh, disease, and, and yet here's an opportunity to provide some hope. Amen. In fact, our uh, team of assessors went out today uh, and uh, checked out a fence that needed to be repaired for this lady who has uh, rheumatoid mm, arthritis, just yeah. a, a very painful thing indeed. So anyway, this would be a great thing for us to all consider being involved with. The mission of the Arthritis Foundation, of course, is to support research and uh, find uh, preventions and cures to improve the quality of life uh, for those affected by arthritis. Um, Reading Works Adult Literacy Program, once again needing volunteers because we can teach an adult to read and absolutely change their future, their family's future. And, and this is just another incredible organization that is very worthwhile to consider. Um, volunteers need to spend two to three hours per week basically utilizing an easy-to-follow phonics-based curriculum. Reading Works is providing a tutor orientation on Monday, April 10th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. And this is followed up by a tutor training on Saturday, April 15th. That's tax day, isn't it? I think it so. is. Yes. From 10 a.m. <laughs> to 4 p.m. And both of these will be held at the Modesto Library Reading Works, a partnership of the Stanislaw County Library and the Stanislaw Literacy Center. Literacy Center. I think I need to join this class. <laughs> <laughs> they provide free literacy services for adults who need to improve, like Elaine, their basic ap- academic skills in Stanislaw County. So that would be a great thing. Thing, uh, to consider you doing. know there's an amazing statistic and I'm not sure you know it was at least a year old but uh, something like 46 mm. percent of adults in America cannot read the information on a prescription bottle That's scary when you think about that it. is scary I mean it, you know it has devastating results and here's a wonderful way uh, to help people who uh, who need yes to uh, to have some uh, help in reading and such and again we encourage you to consider that absolutely also you know we we're speaking of tax Day Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Project, or VITA as they are called, where you can use your tax expertise to help low to moderate income individuals take advantage of special credits and deductions on their tax returns. Now, trained volunteer tax uh, assisters are needed to explain these deductions, such as the earned income tax credit, okay, and how to apply them and assist individuals complete and electronically file their returns for free. Uh, They're encouraging retired CPAs to volunteer. Now, the VITA sites are located throughout Modesto, Patterson, Newman, Crows Landing, Oakdale, Empire, Waterford, and Riverbank. So that would be a really neat thing to do, help those people get their taxes done, and and you can give us some help while you're at it. If you have any questions on these items, feel free to call our friend Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, that number is 209 
524-1307, extension 113, and she'll be happy to answer your questions. Now, we left off a couple of uh, big announcements, but we're going to get to those as we want to uh, give a big warm welcome now to uh, our friend Dennis Whitman from Teen Challenge. Dennis, it's great to have you back again. It's great to be here. Great to have you back. You know, our our friends know that we spotlight worthy ministries and organizations most times on this radio show, and and yours is one that just does an incredible thing within our community and probably abroad, everywhere uh, that you are. And we just want you to kind of frame for our listeners, those maybe who have not heard of Teen Challenge, uh, what it is, who it serves, and uh, how people can get connected and involved. Well, let me kind of just uh, set the framework by saying that Teen Challenge started in 1958. And there was a little country preacher named David Wilkerson, and he began to, he was living outside of New York. And he began to hear about these kids that were in gangs, vicious gangs. They were killing one another. They were having sex outside of marriage. They were drug addicts. And it was just really a bad, bad scene in 1958. So he really talked with his wife and prayed and decided that he needed to go in and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to these kids, that these kids, if they got a hold of the Lord Jesus Christ, it would change them. So he went in and he began to preach the gospel, and he got spit on, he got beat up, but he kept coming. Hmm. Now, I'm an ex-convict, and one of the things is, is when you're fighting somebody with a fist, and they keep coming at you, That is called, that guy's got heart. He won't quit. Well, now, David Wilkerson kept coming at him, but not physically. And they finally had to say, this guy's got heart, but we don't understand what kind of heart he's got. Because he's not fighting us with with physical, but he just keeps coming back with this gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. And we don't understand this. We spit on him. He loves us. You know, and so that's where Teen Challenge began. And, and, and here's what David Wilkerson found out. He led some of them to the Lord, but then they went back right out and did the same thing. So he began to realize something that he needed to get a place where he could bring these young people in and they could live. And he could begin to disciple them, help them to follow Jesus Christ and open up their life to have that relationship with Jesus Christ so that the power of God could change these young people's lives. And that's where it began. And that's, New York. Uh, that's the cross and the switchblade story. That's the cross story. and the switchblade. Yes. Of course, that dates us a little bit, doesn't it? Yes. And for those of us who remember, <laughs> tremendous book. In fact, you know, I think I was maybe in junior high school. I don't remember when I first read that book and was captivating. I think they made it into a movie. I didn't see the yes. movie, but yes, they just did. an incredible, incredible book. And what, what a story. We were talking about the voice of the martyrs here and, and, uh, David Wilker. He was willing to do that. Yes. He was willing to do that, wasn't he? To go out and lay it all on the line for the Lord. Because when he walked where he walked, he could have been killed. You just don't, unless God's with you, you don't walk in certain areas, in certain neighborhoods. And where he went, he walked right in. And I think that a lot of the people probably looked at him because, you see, I know the kind of people that he was dealing with because I lived with them for years in prison. And they were probably saying, who is this guy? And and the word they probably used is, who is this sucker? Mm-hmm. You know, coming on our territory. And uh, that kind of caught their attention. And then this guy just kept preaching and preaching and preaching. 
And he led him to the Lord, started that. And we just got today, and I'm trying to think, Margo's actually got the name. I don't remember the name. But one of the guys that was saved, and she just shared this with me today. In fact, we're going to have him come out to the center. I think it's in April. Had a speech impediment. Mm. But he got healed, and he's now singing opera. Is that right? That is amazing. Yeah, he's going to be in this area. In fact, Elaine, if you get a hold of me, yes, I'll give you the name. I was going to say. Uh, and we're trying to set something up where he'll come to Teen Challenge. But we're going to try to. We're, we were talking today how to open it up where more people could uh, get involved. And she was playing the guy's music. It's incredible. And this guy got saved under Dave Wilkerson in that time, and is just doing incredible things. She said he's over in Russia doing some, uh, I think, um, work with orphanage. That's mm. what he's doing. Mm. He's got an orphanage over there. I'm kind of just thinking off the top of my head because she just told me this today. Uh, and then you've got Nikki Cruz that's still going strong. Yeah, right. yeah. But out of that, there are now 160 centers in the United States. Uh, and we call it uh, dealing with people with life-controlling problems. Mm. And we have what is called Global Teen Challenge now, that that's outside of, a, of the United States. We have 260 homes. Wow. wow. Amazing. That is. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. That's all what God did through one person that one was willing, man. Mike, to lay down his yes. life. Amen. He stepped out and he was faithful to mm-hmm. the call. You know, one of the uh, verses that we pull out often, Dennis, is in First Peter two twelve. And the NIV reads this way, Live such good lives among the pagans, meaning the unbelievers, that though they accuse you of doing wrong, mm-hmm. they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits Amen. us. And, you know, it's a powerful testimony just being out there. You know, we can get caught into the the trap of, you know, how many hands went up today? And, and let's put another notch in our, uh, you know, our spiritual gun there. But, uh, man, God plants seeds in very unique ways. And sometimes just being out there and doing it is what's required. You know, I really believe we need evangelists to save people. But one of the things, the reason I'm in Teen Challenge doing what I'm doing is I saw a lot of that. And I don't mean in a critical way, but right. a lot of people get notches on their belt. And, you know, it's exciting to go out there and get people saved, but who's cleaning the fish? Amen. And that's what Teen Challenge does. We're the cleaner of the fish. We bring them in, we feed them, we clothe them, we house them, and then we disciple them. And we let them know that this isn't about religion. To me, Mike, religion kills. Mm. Religion is about a a, a bunch of rules. A relationship with Jesus Christ is living. That's right. It's not about rules. It's about getting forgiven and then his spirit coming in you and bringing life. And that's what we do at Teen Challenge. And how we do that, the main thing that we do is when they wake up in the morning, they have chores, they have a devotion, they have breakfast. But then at nine o'clock is what we call discipleship classes. We have a, a, a front office or an office actually a, a, a national office that puts the curriculum together. And we have things like uh, we deal with a whole week on attitudes. Mm. And we deal with our bad attitudes and then look in the scriptures to look at Jesus's attitudes mm. and his quiet attitude. You know, we just look at all those attitudes and begin to look at the attitudes that led them into their drug addiction, into their life controlling 
problems. And we say, now, what you need to do is, with the Lord's help, you need to take off of those attitudes and begin to put on the attitudes of the Lord. We also have a class. We have one on a quick look at the Bible and Christian practices, but we have one on on anger and personal rights. Uh, How that you get angry because you got these personal rights. I have a right. And I always tell them, I say, now I want you to think of something. Rights mean you're saying, I want what I deserve. Right. And I'm saying, you you, you better not do that as a Christian. (laughs) Because if you come to God and you say, I've got rights and I want what I deserve, you're going to hell. Amen. In a (laughs) handbasket. That's right. That's so right. you, 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 what we're saying to them, you've got to give up your personal rights. And you look at Jesus Christ and he gave up his personal rights and died on the cross. And what you've got to do and understand, he's given you a new life. And this new life is about service. And when you're serving, when you begin to understand what God is trying to give you a vision of is that your life can now serve and help people rather than destroy. And as you begin to serve people, he begins to bring more and more healing into Mm. your life. He begins to help you to see that your life has great potential to touch other lives and to change other lives. And that's what Teen Challenge is all about. We, I'm not trying to get people off of drugs. That shocks people when I say that. I'm not trying to get them off of drugs. What I'm trying to do is introduce them to Jesus Christ. When I was in San Quentin and I accepted the Lord, Mike, I wasn't sitting, I like drugs. I'm going to tell you the truth. I like drugs. I liked rock and roll music. I like drugs. I wasn't trying to get off of drugs. But in that prison cell, I began to realize I was going to hell. As I began, they gave me this Bible and I read it. And I began to realize that I was going to hell. And as I accepted the Lord, because I didn't want to go to hell, I built a relationship. Two weeks after that, there was a person in the prison cell that got some cash money, said they were going to get some marijuana. So I said to the Lord, well, if you let marijuana come in here, I'll smoke it. Mm. Must be your will. Mm. I smoked it. And when I accepted the Lord, there was a great peace. When I smoked that marijuana, all that peace went. I remember Mm. getting up on the top bunk, and the guy was talking to me, and I told him, you know what, brother, you need to shut up. You need to just leave me alone. And I got up on the top bunk, and I remember saying to God, I I said, Lord, I don't understand. And I remember in my spirit, not audible, but in my spirit, this is what he said. Make up your mind. Hmm. And right there, I said, I don't want this anymore. I see what it's done in my life. And so I begin a relationship with him, and he began to show me all the things that he could do with my life a little at a time. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to do is get these men where they're born again. Once they're born again and they start having that relationship, I'm not saying they won't have struggles, but once they're touched by God, everything changes. Everything becomes new. Mm -hmm. There's still old things that try to hang on to their lives and try to come into that new life and choke out that new life. And that's where we teach him how to fight. 2 Corinthians 10, 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10, 5, Casting down arguments. 
and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The old man's trying to tell you you're a jerk. He's trying to tell you that you're a drug addict, but you need to bring those thoughts into obedience to Christ because Christ is telling you, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. John 1, 12, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So we're teaching them, you need to hear what God is saying to you. And God is saying that you're a son or you're a daughter, that you're precious, that you're new, that he can, he wants to use your life. He wants to love you. And then if you let him, he will love through you. And that's what really your organization is all about, connecting Mm -hmm. people and giving them opportunities to allow Christ through them to love the community. And what we're saying to them, when you really begin to let God use you and love through you, there is nothing more exciting. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes you both know that there's a burden and sometimes that's hard. Mm -hmm. But when it's a connection and you know that God has used your life and you can see on the person that you've helped, you can see in their eyes that you've touched, that God through you has touched them. There's nothing better than that. Amen. This is such encouragement, Dennis, that you have there with the people that are going through the Teen Challenge that live there on the premises. I've seen the place. It's just an incredible uh, piece of property. Um, A radical change, and I know you've seen lives just change uh, in just radical ways and and turned around and and totally unlike what they were when they, they came to you. Who qualifies? Let's speak tonight to... Um, the person who may be sitting on the fence and may need the help and the families of those people who qualifies for this and and how do they get connected really when we have an interview like let's say somebody comes to us and say they want into the program what is what are we looking for in the interview we're looking for people that are tired of being sick and tired Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what we're looking for is we're looking for them to be teachable. They don't even have to be Christians to come into the program, but we they need to understand something. Everything that's coming at them is going to be Christian. And they can come in into uh, the first part of the program and to kind of take a look at us, and we're taking a look at them. And after a month, they need to make a commitment to go on with the Lord. But we're looking for people that are sick and tired of just being sick and tired. And we're looking for that they'll be teachable. And what we're trying to tell them is drugs really aren't your problem. They're your hiding place, but they're not your problem. And if you're willing to be teachable, we can introduce you to this Lord that we call the Lord Jesus Christ, and he can give you the courage to begin to really look at what your problem really is. And we will begin, as you have that relationship and you're teachable, he's going to shine the light on the things in your heart, the things that you have been allowing to go into your life that have hurt you and hurt all the people around you to the place where you had to run and hide and drugs and alcohol are a wonderful hiding place because mm. you drink them and you don't care. So the person that qualifies for us is somebody that's hurting. Mm. There's so many, aren't there? And 
is teachable and really we're looking for people that have life controlling problems it can be drug addiction it can be gambling addiction it can be anger something that's got them bound up mm-hmm. bound up because the things that we teach are things that are help them eating disorder whatever it is the principles that we're teaching deal with whatever problem that you have it's Giving it to the Lord, submitting yourself to the Lord, getting into the word. And as you do that, God gives you supernatural strength. And also, he helps you to see what the problem is. And then he begins to give you answers to those problems Mm. and helps you. I remember one time, and sometimes the answers that he gives you, will shock you. I remember one time I was going, I was in a cold place in my Christian walk. And I remember going to a service and I was telling God I wanted a miracle. And I was waiting, boy, I'm telling you, I wanted to get slapped in the head. And, you know, God touched me from on high and everything just be well. You know what he told me? I'll never forget this. And I thought, I don't believe this. I, in fact, I rebuked him. What was told in my spirit, and I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm really just, I'm saying, you know what, Lord, I'm not, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not going out on my wife, but I'm just not where I'm supposed to be. And I remember him saying into my spirit, and I prayed every day. I had a quiet time. He said, you need to pray five, more, five minutes more a day. Mm-hmm. I thought. I remember, I remember being quiet for a minute, and then I said, you know what? That is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm being very, very honest. I said, that is ridiculous. I wrestled with him for three days, and finally I said, well, you know what? If this is you, all right, I'll do it. Today, my prayer life is, is through the roof mm. because sometimes it's just some little thing he wants you to do. See, what he was telling me is, Dennis, you can't do much of anything right now because you are cold. Mm. But I'm going to ask you something that you can do. I, I think you can do this. And if you do this in obedience, then I'll take it from there. Amen. And that's really what we're, in, what we're teaching the men is 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 to try to hear God's voice, and sometimes what God says to you will sound ridiculous. But if it keeps coming at you again and again and again, and it you can look at the word and it doesn't go against the word, but it's in harmony with the word. God wants me to pray, so He's asking me five minutes more a day. So I did it, and then God can bring great deliverance. And what I'm trying to teach the men, it's the little things. You know, most of my guys that are in our program didn't wake up one morning and say, you know what, I think I'll go shoot some heroin. They started with the little things, and then one day they woke up and a big thing had a hold of them. That's right. And what we're teaching them is to connect back to the Lord and start that relationship and start doing the things that they can do. Amen. Yeah. Dennis, we love the passion that you have for the ministry. And, and we're thankful for the passion that our Lord Jesus Christ exhibited on Calvary's cross. Amen. Amen. And to those of us who believe it's a call to follow him. Well, let's listen as Bebo Norman and Joy Williams respond to that call in the song, Yes, I Will, on Lighthouse Live. And the passion of your sacrifice all the prophecy fulfilled. The healer 
Norman and Joy Williams with Yes, I Will on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and our very special guest tonight and friend Dennis Whitman from Teen Challenge. And, you know, that song, just just Yes, I Will, just lay the old down and pick up the new and, and move forward. And Dennis, as you share tonight, and friends, if you've just joined us, Teen Challenge is an incredible ministry and organization reaching out and impacting the lives of many people. And you just never know who's going to be listening, and whose lives you're going to touch by your testimony and uh, using using things such as this radio program or the uh, mm-hmm. podcasting that's going on now and, and just reaching around the world. Dennis, during the break, during the song, your beautiful wife Jody was sharing with us the last time you were on, and it's been a few months, hasn't it? It's not? been a while. It's yeah. been a while <laughs> that uh, you were contacted by some people after the show. You want to tell the story? Yeah, it was uh, Dimitri, and he's from the Russian community, and he heard... Uh, the testimony and really felt the reason he called me is he really felt that his the young people in Sacramento the Russian young people were really going astray and so he asked me if if I put something together would you come and share your testimony and I said you put it together and you get back with me and tell me and I would come and it was in a park in Sacramento I can't remember the name of the park but there was uh, probably about a hundred people there and he put that together and we went and shared the gospel of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. Uh, and then he had me go to his church and just kind of preach the gospel and these were people that have some of them had been here for a while but some of them just came from Russia wow. so they had to interpret me and everything and actually they're going to come this Friday uh, they want to come and bring Russian food and, yeah. and, and meet the guys <laughs> so there's been a real contact and a friendship from this radio program and it was really exciting my wife and i both went out they put us up in a nice hotel room and it was just a wonderful weekend and it was an opportunity that this radio program provided uh me and teen challenge to really just share the gospel praise god isn't it neat to see the body of christ working amen you know i mean we we can so often shoot ourselves in the foot and yet we need to celebrate those times when john 17 comes alive and and we see christ networking and god connecting all the dots together really a neat thing to see amen you know one of the things that teen challenge is all about is the body of christ we're connected with the assembly Mm -hmm. of god but we're really non-denominational And so what we're really doing, and and when somebody comes to us, we go to a home church, which is an Assembly of God church, and usually when somebody comes into the program, they can't have contact with somebody for a month. They can write, but they can't have a visit, or we want them to concentrate on the Lord. But if they come from a church, I don't care what church, as long as it preaches the Word of God and believes that the Bible is the Word of God, then I let that pastor immediately have contact with that person. And one of the things, Elaine, you brought up is how about the families? One of the things that's really been exciting is with one of the guys that we hired from Faith Home, he counsels to families. And the other thing that's really exciting now, we have what is called a family day. They have pastors, but we now have a family day after church on Sunday 
where when I come in at 3 o'clock as I work on Sunday, uh, I come in and there can be kids all over the, the Campus, grounds. Campus, yes, all over. And watching these families connect with either their husband or their son or their grandson and to begin to see that healing and now to know, and Elton Nelson uh, was with Faith Home, the ranch when it was Faith Home Team right. Ranch, yes. for I think almost 30 years. Yep. And he has really been able to communicate and minister to the to the guys, but also the families. And oh, we're seeing right. the families connect and get healing, and that is so exciting because mm-hmm. when we touch a man's life, a family is restored. Amen. Isn't that And that, that, that is exciting. Dennis, another question that comes to our mind is how can folks help out? What keeps Teen Challenge going financially? We... We do several things. One of the things that we do in the after or in the morning is the classes. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a verse in the Bible that says you don't work, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. And Teen Challenge isn't about a handout. That's for do-gooders. Mm-hmm. We're about a hand up. A handout is 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 where you kind of feel pity pity on the person and kind of just give them a handout, want to kind of get rid of them, or just keep them bound to your handout. What we're about is saying, no, 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 you're probably as good as me and better. And so we're wanting to give you a hand up to yes. see your potential. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. So that's what we're really about is really giving a person a hand up. You know, and you have something very special coming up that we want to talk about because you do gladly accept donations, do you not? And, and things that people can do to... Well, what I was getting at, and I kind of lost my train of thought for a minute. She brought <laughs> okay, me back, we, though. We, we do that often. <laughs> outside, in the afternoons, we have outside work, and that's one of the ways that we provide. We have a lawn service, a car wash, many different things, mm-hmm. but we also need donations. Yes. Uh, just people that will give on a monthly basis or can give. Uh, also, we have not only the outside work, we have a... We, do painting, we do the car wash, we do the lawn service. We also have fundraisers, and I think that'll lead in now. To I think so, because you have an annual spaghetti um, outing, not an outing, a, a, a dinner, a big yes. a big dinner. This is an open house. This is really special, because this is coming up uh, March 30th. This is on a Thursday night, and it's kind of an open house from 5 until 8 p.m. People can come. Anytime during those hours, that's good for them. Purchase a spaghetti dinner, a wonderful dinner. Tell me about the dinner. The dinner is spaghetti and meatballs. There's a salad and there's a, a drink. And it's just a, we give you a lot of food. And they can just come. There's no program. Uh, we'll have a booth there where they can come and see the ministry. But that's there's good. no, we're really not coming at them with the ministry. They're just coming in and having a dinner. It's a fundraiser. And it's just a wonderful time. They can come in any time between 5 and 8. And they can also, we have takeouts. Great. So it's just a wonderful time to, uh, no threat. They can just come and eat. And then if they want to come to our booth, there's also our women's auxiliary do a bake sale. And so it's just a wonderful time of fellowship. And the community has just, it's mm. just really a community event. Yeah. They, Isn't it great? they just come. They love it because we really feed them. In fact, I used to give them four <laughs> meatballs. And, and they told me, they said, you got to stop doing that. And I said, well, why? They said, well, we see a lot of it being thrown away. So I said, well, I'll give them three meatballs. And then, <laughs> and then what we do is we walk around with a, with a, a whole pan full of meatballs. If they want more, <laughs> I want to give them more. Because what I'm feeding them, see, I only eat one meal a day. And so when I see 
sit down. I'm feeding them like I'm going to eat. <laughs> That's right. And so I've had them get up, and, and they, they've had to, to take what they couldn't eat with them. Mm. So it's really a time and in, in, in that we really just come together with our community and really give them a good dinner. It's $6 for adults. Five for seniors mm-hmm. and four for children under 12. And no one's going to walk away hungry. And this, no again, way. this takes place at the Salvation Army in Turlock. Yes. And that's located at 893 Lander Avenue. So the Salvation Army Social Center there in Turlock, 893 Lander Avenue, is uh, the place to be for this wonderful Great facility, dinner. by the way. Oh, Great really facilities is. for that. And, and just to put it in uh, perspective, you know, Dennis, we talked about God connecting the dots. The location you're at, for those who have been in the Central Valley for some time, was the uh, Faith Home Teen Ranch. And uh, God kind of an engineered a, uh, a baton pass there, and and uh, that became your location now for Teen Challenge, and it's a great facility mm-hmm. for what you need to do. You know, Mike, I had the vision for a ranch for 17 years, mm. and and I really love this ranch, but I think more than anything, what has really been something that is 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 just blessed my heart. What they have done is they have passed the baton to us, but we have hired some of their, two of their people that have just, I don't know what we did without them. Mm. It's just that kind of relationship. And in fact, you know, we call it a marriage because it has been a marriage, and it has been a very, very good and a very healthy marriage. We've got two of their men on our board. We have made friendships with the people that have supported that ministry. And every time we had an 85th, uh, anniversary celebration. We had many of them come out and just enjoy it. And we had a lot of them come from the Covenant Village. That's where uh, the Covenant Church was kind of over that for a long time. And we had them come in, and I brought them into the front room and begin to give them video and share with them about Teen Challenge. And I felt that I was in the presence of royalty. Mm. Because, and what I mean by that, uh, Mike is is when I walk that land and see what these people have done before me, it humbles me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a wonderful. They passed a baton to us because they wanted somebody to preach the gospel. They could have sold this to somebody. The money would have had to go to charity, but they wanted to see the gospel of Jesus Christ because they loved the Lord, and that's the only reason we're there. Amen. And Amen. we just appreciate them and their hearts for the Lord. And I think they have the kind of same kind of respect for us, and it's just been a wonderful thing, that marriage together. And then one of the things that they've seen, they, they went through many organizations, but when we came together, it just clicked. Mm. And what they've seen is we have, by coming together, and we really have come together and partnering together because they've turned over their list to us, their donor list, they have seen that we, in their heyday, they had 18 men. Mm. We have 24 right now wow. with the capacity to get 42. Wow. That's great. It's teamwork, isn't it? Yeah. Teamwork. And Friends, this is a year and six months into it. Yeah. Amen. We're with Dennis Whitman in Teen Challenge, and we'll be back with more right after this. 
Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39 to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about ABC involves serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and AVC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. AVC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. You know, some of us can do donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them, and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you, as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing Vibrant Communities. Faith in action. Pure, simple, proven effective. Carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you.
And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas, Elaine Harlan, and Dennis Whitman of Teen Challenge. And talking during the break there, Dennis, you know, letting God lead because it's his ministry, isn't it? It is. And sometimes when we have things handed to us, uh, it just doesn't seem to... We don't get the full effects, and we don't realize that it really is him in control uh, of our lives, our destiny, and and the purpose for the ministry. And you were talking a little bit about teamwork, and that's so important because we see that here within advancing vibrant communities. It is teamwork. It really is. And, and, you know, what I'm amazed at sometimes is I go to the mailbox, and I see people that have got on our team and some of them i haven't met mm-hmm. and through their donations through volunteers yes. through our board members through faith home partnering with us we're literally seeing lives impacted and changed i go to church harvest christian center and we go in there and when you go in there he was a head usher for a long time but now He's the uh, pastor's wife, Usher, and he's kind of there doing whatever she needs to be done to help the ministry to go on. And his name is Jeff. And you go in there and you see him and his family in that church, a pillar of the church. Mm -hmm. He's now a board member. When he got voted into board, he pulled me over and said, you know, I'm in. I'm in the board now. (laughs) I think it's been about eight years since he's graduated from our program, and he's there every time the doors open up. And to see that, now we have another guy that's been out about three years that's one of the ushers there that just had a little girl. His name's Matt, and he's working with Foster Farms. And we see that, and all the people that that send to us, that pray for us, that volunteer, are a part of that fruit. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to see. Amen. You know, Dennis, we were talking earlier on in the program about the fact that, you know, we we have to give up our rights. Amen. You know, yes. and, and in the hood, that's not something that you do, <laughs> is it? Not no. a real what, what's thing. it like? And, and, and what, what do you see uh, as you watch these young men uh, transform, you know, as, as God is working in them? What do you see occurring in them as, as they move from, hey, I got to show that uh, I have no fear? You know, so that I don't uh, get disrespected uh, into, wow, man, i got to surrender to this God and let him take over. Well, what do you see as they go through that process? At first, when they come in, they can sense when they come in the door, because I've worked very, very hard at setting a certain atmosphere, or letting the Lord set a certain mm-hmm. atmosphere, yes. an atmosphere of peace, protection, uh, and not intimidation. And at first, that they don't quite know how to take that. And at first, they're kind of looking at me saying, mm, is he going to have a bad day and go off on us? <laughs> what, what, you know, is he really a Christian? Or is he going to have a fight with his wife and come in and just let us have it? Yeah. Uh, and so what I begin to see, in fact, uh, uh, they begin to feel it. They begin to start to let their guard down. They begin to enjoy it. They see me come in, and they know that that's protection and love. Mm-hmm. And to give you an example, these sometimes hardened guys that are kicking indoors and and can be hurting people. The other day, we had them out in the fields, and they were cutting things. And they came in, and they found a puppy out there. So there were six of them. They came in and they they came to me like Papa. And and they said, 
we've got this dog. What can we do? And, and I, I kind of knew because they know I'm a lover of animals. Uh-huh. And I kind of knew what they were doing. But I thought, I said, you know what? I'm going to kind of make them tell me. So I said, well, one of the options is is to call the pound. And all of them just, they just kind of uh, went down like this. No. I said, well, what's another option? And they all looked at me. They said, could we keep them? Daddy Dennis. Yeah, could we keep them? And, that's, and, and yes. I, said, I said, well, yeah, we could. And I said, okay, but what should we name it? And one of them said, lucky. And they said, no. And we kind of went around. And they said, Grace, well, we had a cat over at our reentry house. That was in the middle of the street, and we got him into the house. We call her Gracie. I met Gracie. We, we call her yes. Gracie. And so we said, well, what? And we're all sitting there thinking. And these are guys that have come out of some of them the hood and some of these sure. hardened lives. And they said, what about faith? Uh, and we all connected. Yes. Wow. And it's amazing when you let God be God. And he brings these guys in. At first, they're they're they're, and some of them still have that hardened thing. They still try to intimidate. But I heard one of them that was trying to do that. One of them had the guy pulled, and he said, "He said, you know what? He said Dennis won't put up with that. Mm. He said Dennis will help you in whatever you want to do. But one of the things that you better stop that because if he finds out that, he will show you the door." Mm. Because he, he'll work with anything, but if he knows that you're intimidating people, you're going to be shown the door. Because he was in the prison, he had a dad that did that, he won't have that here. And to see them to begin to enjoy that and protect that, and then to see him transform and begin to be that person that God ever created had created them to be mm-hmm. that they don't have to be this tough guy. It's softening Amen. of those hearts that well, you were and, talking And they know about. that I'm an ex-con. I mm-hmm. actually killed a man. And they see that I'm not doing that. And then they're saying, and they kind of see, they say, well, if he, if he doesn't have to be tough, why do we have to be tough? That's right. He's Dennis, uh, we're tough. bumping the clock a little bit. Tell us how people can get a hold of you yes. and get more information and support you with prayer and uh, financial contributions as well. What they would call is 537 537- 0606, if they wanted to talk about just a contribution, they could talk, ask for Margo. If they wanted to get somebody in the program, they asked for Mike Kaysen, and he would give them all the information they needed. Again, that's 209-537-0606 for Teen Challenge. Don't forget about the Big Spaghetti Feed coming up on March 30th. That's on a Thursday night, so that should be convenient for everyone, 5 to 8 p.m. And uh, takeout is available. Again, the tickets are $6 for adults, $5 for seniors, and only $4 for kids. And the phone number, again, once again, is uh, 537-0606 for Teen Challenge. Amen. Dennis, we want to thank you for coming and sharing, and we just want to keep in touch with you and have you back and your lovely bride, Jody, as well. Friends, thank you for listening in. Have a great week, and may God continue to bless your lives. Yeah.